Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ice School Takes Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiMeglio. The Rangers got some good news this week as Adam Fox was activated off LTIR and played against the Red Wings on Wednesday. However, they also got some bad news as Kapokako was placed on LTIR after suffering an ugly-looking injury on Monday. Joining me today is my buddy, Nick Rose. How are you, Nick? How's uh, engagement life treating you? <laughs> Not going to lie to you. I'd love to tell you like it's this magical, different thing, but we still live together. And our day to day is no different. I think I tell you, I think the only thing that's changed is her hand is a little bit heavier than it used to be. That's about it. <laughs> and for your hand, nothing at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. But my wallet is fucking begging to be filled. The thing's been empty for months now. Yeah, your wallet's light as a feather. Oh god, dude! Seriously, could, could frisbee that thing a thousand yards now. It's so empty. Your credit card is crying. <laughs> Got tears. <laughs> bro i i literally i don't know if i told you but when we went to um i won't i won't name the restaurant but we went to that restaurant my credit oh, yeah, card yeah. information got stolen oh <laughs> yeah, yeah so it took like two weeks to get a new card in and i and i just got it two weeks ago and on trust me black friday put in some work on that too that's why you uh that's why you got to pay with cash that's what i did bro well dude it's funny because like going back to new york everyone's paying in cash around me and in charlotte and I think almost everywhere else in the world, I'm used to pay, paying with my credit card everywhere everywhere we've gone. But everyone in New York, it feels like, still pays with cash. And I literally was making fun of my buddy so much the day before, like, well, you already pay for everything in cash. Just put it on your card. And <laughs> that's what I get for making fun of him for paying cash as my shit gets stolen the very no, it's next faster. Day. You don't have to sign anything. Right. Sometimes you save money. Dude, 100%. It said it there. It said it there, like credit uh, discount if you use cash. Mm, yep. Yep. Like and it's my like, lesson. All right, this is what it charges if you use credit card. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, uh, I guess we could start with that Kako injury. That was a really ugly <sighs> looking thing. Like honestly, what were you? What did you think? Did you think like ACL tear? I, dude, to tell you the truth, I mean, I didn't think anything until it pan because like they said, oh, Kako's down behind the play. I think, oh, all right, because it didn't look like it looked like a relatively innocent play. And then when you see him sitting there writhing in pain, is I don't I didn't know what to think. I, I don't know if he blew his blew out his knee, or I I don't I didn't know what to think. And now that he's gonna be out a while, it's just sad. You feel terrible for the guy because you know what? Like he was already struggling as is, has a chance to, for things to start turning around with it, presumably Heedle coming back, Fox coming back, and if the team's doing well. You think, oh, I mean, just he's gonna get hot eventually, and then it'll stick, and then it just. Mm, you feel so bad for the guy. He was in so much pain. He's still a young, young guy. See him go down with a knee injury. It's kind of scary. Yeah, honestly, seeing his knee go that way, it was his leg that mm. I was looking at, like his ankle. Um, it like went past the the straight line point, and like he yeah. kind of sat on it, and mm -hmm. that wasn't good. Like I looked oh. at this, I went back and watched the Sammy Blay one. That one was also not not good at all. Um, the play one was bad. Yeah, and then seeing Kako get hurt, it was like we were all freaking out. And I was just praying, like, please don't be an ACL tear. Please don't be mm -hmm. an ACL tear. We don't know what it is because they're tight-lipped about that stuff, of course. God forbid they release any information about anything, this fucking team. Well, they might not know, you know? Like, they, it could be, it could be like, all right, maybe he's back in six to eight weeks, or maybe he's out for the season. 
like as as far as they know, it's he's gonna be back this season. Right. Right. But as far as diagnosing the injury, I think they could they could have just said what the problem was. Like and I don't understand why. It doesn't make any difference for us as fans, but like Mm -hmm. you know, lower body injury. They I don't know. I guess they just they don't want to get into specifics. I don't know. I'm sure something will come out eventually. You just hope for the best for the kid and that whatever whatever it is that he's going through when he comes back is 100% behind him. And I'm going to I'm going to like call myself out because I I thought he was going to be great just seeing how he looked in preseason. But oh, that just dude. goes to show you don't take what preseason shows you. No. And I'm going to call you out, Nick. I'm sorry. For I, shitting on Laffy all preseason. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and now I'm, he looks 30 Evan, times better. Evan is not here. Core Python is not here, but yep. I'm calling him out too because mm. he was he was oh trade him get rid of him he's a mm. bus bus premier <laughs> look at him now Lafraud now he's LaFranchise LaFranchise ooh I like that I like that well, hopefully he keeps playing the way he's playing yeah. and, we know. need more LaFranchise dude he's yeah, freaking killing absolutely. it like, dude I didn't realize speaking of which speaking of just that draft in general I did not realize how well Quentin Byfield was doing this year he's outscoring Laffy by a pretty decent clip right now oh is he really I got really check. I, the last I saw Byfield had 16 points in 18 games I think Laffy had 12 that's, and 18. that's really good yeah I I completely forgot about that um, he's got but, 16 and 20 Lafreniere has 14 and 21. Okay. But no, Lafayette has not, eight he's goals. Right there. He's right there. Yeah. But with Lafreniere, uh, I think the perfect line mate has been found for Panarin. We've, it's been oh, a revolving yeah. door. It's been – we had Jesper Foss, Dryden mm-hmm. Hunt, Colin Blackwell. Yep. Short period of time with Kane and Tarasenko. They couldn't stay. Mm-hmm. Goudreau was up there. They God could Almighty. not find a guy that was like, all right, we need to give this guy somebody. Yep. And Lafreniere on his off wing, not his natural side, is thriving right now. He's playing great. Yeah, he's very aggressive. He's very noticeable out there. Mm-hmm. And on the contrary, Capo Caco, who I thought was very good in preseason and I thought would have a breakout year, was practically invisible every single second this season. Yep. Like outside the first five, seven games outside of that, after that, I really didn't notice him. So even replacing Brodzin- him with Brodzinski, it's not going to make much of a difference. Like no, Brodzinski's like, it, it's, it's a, it's fine. Like the Rangers are fine. I think um, what, what, what bothers me is that he's not like the player that he, he was supposed to be. I get that he was struggling, but I was just disappointed that, you know, he didn't carry over the way he looked in preseason to the regular season. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it kind of sucked. To tell you the truth, w- with Kako, at least what I noticed, his perimeter play is freaking awesome, but yep. he's not driving the net and he's not shooting the damn puck. Never getting think, inside. Yeah, it's like, listen, perimeter play is great. Winning board battles is great. But at some point, we, we've got to go to the net. I mean, it's how you're going to score goals. I mean, for some reason, yeah. he just won't, well, didn't do it prior to getting hurt. Now, here's a question for you. Do you like how he would set up in front of the net for like a deflection or a screen? I didn't like that. I no, feel like I he should have gotten in the slot more. I don't think yeah. that's, yeah, I agree. I don't think that's his game. That not, it not almost reminds me like Nash did that when he was struggling yeah. mm-hmm. in 2013 14. Like, I mean, he ended up with 20 goals that year, but he wasn't a 
player that he was supposed to be. No, you know he I mean? wasn't playing his game. And Kako's got a ridiculously hard shot. I don't know why he wasn't on the right side of the power play uh, shooting from uh, his one-timer side or making plays off the boards to drive the net, which is kind of what you'd expect from a big-body player who has a good perimeter game. I don't know. It looked like he was a little too shy with it. Like, he's just yeah. got to, you know, own it. You know, take his take his, uh, his spot and own it. Like, when he was playing at times last year, when he played with Kreider and Zibanejad, he was doing that stuff. Like, he was yep. driving the net. He was getting really good chances. This year, he didn't get any chances. Like, no, this no. wasn't even a matter of, like, he was he was unlucky. I actually think he got lucky a couple times. Like, that goal he had against the Stars, it was pure luck. I shouldn't have gone yeah. in. That was like a pity goal. That's exactly what I called it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, he hit it in off of a defender, I think. And I'm like, that's a pity goal. Like, the, the kid has, has struggled, hasn't scored in a while. You know, let's hockey gods shined upon him and he got a goal. But I obviously feel so bad for him sustaining that injury. Like, I don't want him to, I don't want this to be the end for him. I want no. him to succeed here with the Rangers. But I mean, I think they, I think an upgrade needs to come sooner or later. Um, but the problem is the cap space. It's, it's not it's not good right now. Like, the Rangers don't have a lot. Even though Heedle is on LTIR, um, they're not going to be able to accrue much cap space by the deadline. They were on track. I think Vince was talking about it. It was like 3 or $4 million at the beginning of the season. Now it's only going to be like $2 million, like they'll have in space. So if even that much. Whoever they get has to be really cheap. So if it's somebody good, they're gonna have to retain fifty percent, which means they're gonna have to give up more. Which I'm not worried about because Jury has been pretty good <laughs> at managing the assets that he gives up in trades. He has fleeced like damn near every trade except for the Pooch Devich one. Um you see I'm not in chat. It. Uh Ranger Central. <laughs> Joey I have receipts of you saying you wish they traded a Laffy to get Eichel. Take it easy there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Evans awake. I forgot about that. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I feel like they should have traded Booch for, for Eichel, but yeah. No, no, we, we need a semi blade. Hey, Evan, it's, it's, it's only fair, though. I had to call you out, man. <laughs> but for real, though, like uh, Lafreniere has been great. I, I can't say enough good things about him. I joined to get called out. I joined it. I joined to get called <laughs> out. Yeah. Oh uh, God. Sorry about Patrick Kane, buddy. Um, <laughs> in other news, that's a good transition to our next topic. Yeah. Patrick Kane joined the Red Wings, uh, which is. I thought the Rangers were going to play the. I thought he was going to play against the Rangers. Right? Didn't it sound that way for a yeah, second? He took the ice at at the Garden. Yeah. Like ready I to wonder, go. Like no seven to ten days. Like, okay. I wonder how long he's going to want to take before he um before he actually plays a game because it seemed like he wanted like not days, but weeks prior to actually playing a game, which to tell you the truth for, I mean, for the surgery he's coming back from, as we saw a back from Haglin, a bunch of other players recently, the coming back rate is not great. So he's probably wanted to ease into it as much as possible. And I'm sure the Red Wings are willing to give him as much time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to get used to that. It's kind of like I'm thinking about like how Dalvin Cook joined the Jets like late into the season, and mm-hmm. uh, he's been a non-factor because he didn't have a. Uh, I should just keep this chat open. I keep seeing you laugh. For <laughs> Ten days. Uh, he'll be. He's coming back at the deadline. It's not Jover. We'll be Barack soon. We'll be Barack soon. <laughs> oh, it's not do- Jover. 
Could you imagine if the Rangers like actually turned around the deadline and and reacquired Tarasenko or Kane? I would I would love if they reacquired Tarasenko, honestly. But that's I, actually I goes against what I had in mind, like for who the Rangers need at the deadline. I think the Rangers need a a, a bottom six, a really good bottom six bower that can slot I agree. in. That could slot in on that third line until Kako mm. comes back because. Mm. What I'm thinking about is like, all right, so let's say you get a middle six forward, like a, a you get somebody that could play on the top two lines or um, mm. or second or the third line, right? Where does Kako play after that? You know what I mean? Like, is he just no? You're bench? right. Is he scratch? I I don't think we should scratch Kako. No like, way. I understand the kid wasn't playing really well, but I don't think Pitlick deserves to get waived or traded no. or anything. Like Pitlick has been playing really well. VZ's mm-hmm. out of his mind. If anybody could get the third line opportunity, I think VZ could. The yeah. only thing that I have a problem with with that is I think VZ makes that fourth line go. We were complaining yep. like a month ago that the fourth line was awful. And mm-hmm. it was. It sucked. Because Terrible. they were rotating in. They had Goudreau, Benino, and they were rotating VZ and Pitlick. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't good enough. Benino, I, I like him on the third line. I don't have a problem with him. I think he's good defensively. Blocks a lot of shots. Wins a lot of faceoffs. I love a ton of shots, dude. I, I, like I got to say, I'm like, I was really hard on Benino in the preseason. He's been awesome. He's done what's expected of him and more. And to tell you the truth, he's played well enough at the third line center spot to where he's not even, I don't think at least, and you might, you might think differently. I don't even think he's a net negative in that spot. I think he's, he's been at least, you know, a slight net positive in that third in that third line center role. I don't think he's been bad at all. I think he's been good actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he's finding some of that like old HBK in him. Yes. Like remember that <laughs> when he was uh, on that third line, that yep. dominant third line for the Penguins. Yep. Yep. Um Evan, I'm sorry, but Zabanajad is doing really well at 5v5 right now. Um he's got 5 he points in the last 5 at 5v5. Kreider yep. is is not it's not bad. Wheeler is like a wild card. Like you, you don't know what you're gonna get. He's like bipolar. You don't know what. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually a question. I shouldn't have said that, but you know, he's dude. He's bipolar, like shift by shift lately. Because I will yeah. say, in the past few games, he's actually had a couple of really nice shifts, and he's had he's had two goals taken back now in the past like three games. Correct. Um. Or no, a primary assist, like a really nice pass and a goal. Well, taken back, right. He had. He had a breakaway in the game against Detroit, and he didn't score there. Uh, right, 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 right. I don't know. I, I'm, that was I, off Panarin's ridiculous kick pass. Yes. I, I, I cannot believe that. That was – Oh, my God. Balotelli. Balotelli, yes. Remember <laughs> the Balotelli from uh, Super Yes, yes. Oh, dude, did I show you – Um, did I send you that video? It was a, a, a 2BC uh, funniest moments or most classic moments compilation. I got to send that to you. Remind me to send that to you after the stream ends, bro. It was hilarious. What What was it? It's like called – the video is titled like Top 10 2BC Classic Moments or something like that. Remind oh, me to send that to you yeah. if I haven't, bro, but it's funny as fuck. He's been – okay, he's been better. Yeah, yeah, he's been better. But the play he made – okay, you said he sucks. He doesn't suck. You take Zibanejad off the team. Where does the power play go? Down the drain. He's. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to say confidently that he's counted for 85% of the Rangers' power play goals in the past, like, three, four years. The Rangers' power play used to suck. Remember, mm-hmm. we used to, like, 
Oh want my them god. To defer the power play. Can we like yep. cancel the penalty? Can Do you remember the, the 20 uh the cup run we had? I think Jeremy Ronick on the on the panel literally said the next time the Rangers get a power play, they should just punt it. Oh, uh, my nephew's wearing the ice cold take shirt right now. I That's awesome. Nice. Said he sucks at 5v5, not on the power play. No, you said he Evan said he just sucks. That's what you said. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. I see you over there. You're lying. You're lying. Um, he no, definitely but, does need to continue to be better, though, because right yeah. now he's he, got to be more of a, a first-line center. And I think Trocek's done such a good job on the second line. I'm really big on Trocek this year that he's he's kind of making up for what we're lacking in Mika as a 1C. But, dude, what, I think once Mika heats up, mm, I think this team's going to be even more scary than it is, is. This is his heating up moment right now because he's mm-hmm. got – Five points in the last five games. Yeah. Once he gets going, he doesn't stop scoring. Right. He doesn't go on cold streaks. He just needs to right. get going. He's not like think... an old school Kreider where it's like we're right. 10 points in 10 games and then go 20 games without a point. Right. I, I still think that they need – like the Kreider's advantage at line has not had a good compliment since Vetrano. Yeah. Vetrano I... would be nice. Oh, and, man. Yeah, like going back to Wheeler – I think Wheeler on the third line is fine. And it's doable. that meant like you go and get Tarasenko. Like I mm-hmm. could I would I could do that, or you get a really good bottom six forward that slots in because there, the Rangers yeah. aren't gonna have a lot of cap space. What is Tarasenko's AAV? Like what's his cap hit? It's like I think it's either five on the nose or five and change. But I actually I, I was saying this earlier too, uh in a previous stream, or it might have even been text, I forget. No, no, it was a stream. Where I think the Rangers, if they're if they're pro, if their motive is to acquire a top six winger, which I think is important, um, even even if uh, even if Kako does come back, just because I think depth is huge, especially in the playoffs. I mean, we're just talking about the HBK line. That was the Penguins' third line when they won back to back cups. They had Phil Kessel on the third line. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big fan of the Rangers pursuing Andrew Mangiapane. That is my numero oh, yeah. uno That's target. Right. If Calgary is having a fire sale, you are out of your freaking mind not to take a look at Andrew Mangiapane. And if you could make the money work and you can get more out of Calgary, like I don't mean to go on a tangent, but I'm going to go on a very quick tangent. Uh, I would if, trade Kako for that. I, I would give up a lot for Andrew Mangiapane. I think he's that good. I, I um I man, I had a really good comparable for who uh Blake Coleman. That's who Blake Coleman, yes, that's what we were talking about. Right, because it's a year and a half rental. So yeah, for five point eight, I, I you cut his salary in half, it's two point nine a year, which is very manageable. He's in his age twenty seven slash twenty eight season. Next year it'll be twenty eight, twenty nine, there's a UFA. If you could get Andrew Mangiapane, and then for some reason the Flames are also selling off other, you know, um like depth they pieces. Just traded like yeah, they just traded Zadorov. I mean, knock on wood, there's no other injuries throughout the lineup. But if spots open, spots open up, they have plenty of pieces that are attractive uh, to acquire for this team to go on a, a deep playoff run. I am huge on Andrew Mangiapane, and I think the Rangers, if he becomes available and the Rangers are not all over him, I think there's something wrong with them. I would be all yeah. over him. They'd have to retain salary. Right, a hundred percent. They'd have to cut his salary in half, and I so, would. I, I'm so high on him. I would be a okay with giving up a first round pick in that trade if it meant them eating half of his salary. 
Now, this year's draft class is – I haven't talked to Drew because he knows all about it, but this draft class I'm pretty sure is not as stacked as last year. So Not as good as last I think so it's still first, a pretty solid draft. First first round pick in this one is okay. Um, right, right. But and the, I, I, right, I'm so, not saying we have to trade it, but I, for, okay. for Andrew Mangiapane, I'd be more than willing to because I think that dude is a fireball, and I think he'd fit in perfect with this team. I like him too, and I always said that – you know, he's got to play on a line with Panarin, but that's yes. taken. I'm sorry. Dude, oh my. Dude, the eat bread and the bread line. Yeah, eat bread. <laughs> God, dude, oh, I'd love Can that. he play center? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Man, I, I'm, you know, I mean, I, I've just been all over it. I am so, I, I have to tell you the truth. Like, if he becomes available, I, I think he needs to be targeted. I, I value him as a player for what he could do for this team more than Elias, Elias Lindholm. And I'm being dead ass when I say that. Um, what is okay? So what's his AAV? It's five. It's over five point eight. Five point eight. So if cut it in half is two point nine. Yeah, you'd have to give up Kako in that, pretty much. You would certainly now if Kako's missing the rest of the season. I don't believe you would have to. However, if Kako's coming back, you would not be able to re-add uh, him to the roster until the playoffs when Cap's, uh, Cap doesn't uh, uh, exist any longer. Or you'd have to do some weird manipulation That's, to Cap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, believe, yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, about the playoff, like do pull a Kucherov. Right, and then you'd also see like what the Rangers accrued cap space is at the deadline, plus on top that of that what his $2.8 million prorated will look at at the deadline because that's um, – as you get close to the deadline, that prorate like – the, the reason you accrue cap space is because you're paying off X amount of their contract. So however much is left of Andrew Mangiapane, it, you cut his salary in half, it's 2.8, but that 2.8 is going to be even – I'm sorry, 2.9, but that's going to be even less than 2.9 at the deadline because you're cutting it in half. Evan is, Evan is tilted in the chat. He's trying to – so oh, he wants in now. He said it's twisted D. Um, whatever <laughs> I was saying. What were you mad at? I can't. I don't know what. You're gonna make me multitask. I'm on my on my on my stream here, man. You're sick in bed. It's in the group <laughs> chat. Find it. You said he sucks. That's it. That's all you said. He sucks. Go back. Oh you didn't say God. he sucks at five v five. You just said he sucks. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You, he he said Evan said that Zabanajad robbed them of like uh, with the contract. Yeah. <laughs> Goudreau robbed the 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 Chris Drury. <laughs> Trupa robbed Jeff Gordon. That's because Zabanajad didn't rob. He got off with like he he got off with like uh with like no, not even robbing a a bank. He got like like stealing a grape from. Um, like a, a, a grocery store, like there an you open go. bag of grapes. That's what he did. That's the advantage. <laughs> Goudreau's got the entire money bag. Oh my vault. god, dude! And Truba's opening the vault. He's in the getaway car with him. At least Truba's been a lot better. I still don't think he's an eight million dollar defenseman, but if he was at six, I wouldn't be as mad. <laughs> don't yell at me on my screen without me being able to yell back. On my... <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> it's like you're actually here. <laughs> I was gonna say like that. <laughs> you want to take this fight to Winnipeg? <laughs> oh my god, bro! Hold on, my my beer league team. We're getting New Jersey's, and the mock is is quite literally the Winnipeg Jets uh, home jersey. Oh really? That's the mock. I was so disappointed. You know what's crazy? Like 
when the Rangers played the Jets, I don't know if I talked about this, but I, mm-hmm. I definitely talked to like my parents about it. And like Wheeler was saying, it's such a small town. And it's yeah, like I look in dude. the crowd and I see my dentist. I see my neighbor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, it's that's I mean awesome. that's what it is. And that's you feel awesome. you feel bad that. for the super like passionate fans in Winnipeg, but goddamn, I mean, who's trying to go be colder than it is outside? Or actually, you probably warm up if you go to an ice rink in Winnipeg. Oh, am I sending? Am I supposed to be sending? Am I supposed to be sending a link to to Evan? He wants in. Okay. Fuck it, get him in. Why not? All right. Okay. Oh gosh. And then when he gets in here, we'll have to talk Mets for a little bit too. Oh right, Joey Wendell. Oh no! Fuck it. I've got a lot to say about the Mets. Biting my tongue right now. All right, it's there. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's, this is about to be total mayhem. Vincenzo's asking Matt how he pronounce his last name again. <laughs> <laughs> big, um, big little D. That's Vincenzo. big little D. That's big little D. Yeah. That's big okay. All right. <laughs> and then the oh my, <laughs> he's actually here. Holy shit. <laughs> He's no way. Here. Joey. No, yeah. no, tell him he's got to turn his camera on. You just awoke. You just awoke someone you did not want to awake. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to call me woke. I was like, um, call me woke. You you played a dangerous game, Joey. Oh my god. You played what the I wrong do? game. And, and Nick, you have the audacity to really do this to me. You're going to oh, make god. me talk Mets. Yes. I'm dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we're we're talking Mets we're talking Mets we're talking oh, Rangers we're talking I don't know where the hell Grace put my candy but I don't have candy so I'm running low on sugar right now Joey I'm I'm gonna candy. find receipts I'm gonna I'm find looking, receipts I'm looking for the receipts here I'm looking for the receipts it's hard well, to I'll find the receipts candy. where the hell's my candy I'll live without it all right. Uh, what, what? Fraud. Mike Tomlin <laughs> AB, sadly. He's a fraud. He's Mike Tomlin AB, sadly. Oh, did I say Mike Tomlin AB, sadly, too? I said Zibanejad needs to start hitting his shots more. I feel like he'll be fine once he gets one to go in because that's how he's been historically. I said this November 18th. When was that? And then yeah, he and said, how many, how many one-timer goals does he have since? He doesn't have any. Right. He's got one. He's got one, right? Didn't he, didn't he just cry? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, one. that's right. Yeah, that's one. right. Hooray. My number one center. <laughs> he did. He got still one. still doesn't do five, anything 5v5. Five, five, five. five points in, in five games. He still doesn't do enough at 5v5. Like, they need to add, I'm telling you that this team needs to add, come the deadline, a top-line winger to play with Kreider and Zibanejad. Or they need Eat to bread. split those two up, and they need to get Zibanejad two new wingers Altogether, because what has been the common theme the past two postseasons? What's hey, been the Floyd, common theme? Yeah, Besides that, Artemi Panarin not producing. I'll What's going to happen if Artemi Panarin doesn't produce again? Who's producing at 5v5? Because Jimmy VC, by the way. Who is, that's uh, a fair point. Jimmy VC actually has the same amount of even strength points as Mika Zibanejad. Lafreniere. Right Laffy's got 12 even strength points, which is second on the team behind Panarin, who has 18. 
Lafreniere has been doing great 5v5. He's only got two power play points, and he's got two game-winning goals. Yep. Keep the change. The question is, if you Panarin slows it's down, big is and a miss on your part, Ranger Central, on Lafreniere? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huge miss by <laughs> us. Dude, I, I owe him an apology, but hey, you're you're on the other way. You said Kaka was going to have a I know. great year. I know. I know. I called I myself out. That was a melted take. Yeah, also Grace. Grace, too. Grace said uh, that Kaka was going to have 30 goals this year. Also, you Grace were you were fraud. with me. You were going to pack Lafreniere's bags, <laughs> too. You were with me on packing his bags. Yeah, because I didn't I – didn't, I didn't like that preseason, but I wasn't ready to. I wasn't ready to like. No, 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 no! Don't get all slick here. Don't be some slick. <laughs> dude. You were ready to pack his bags slick, too. Dude. You were ready to pack his bags with me. I yeah, was but just, I was, I was the ready vocal to... guy. No, I was no, the no. vocal one. Evan, you had the bags at the airport. I oh, was I packing the bags. I didn't even get in my car yet. I didn't even call a taxi. I might not have even scheduled my my flight yet. <laughs> I loved I loved Joey's analogies. Well, I know you were busy I still. Like, helping, you're killing it. You were helping Gerard Gallant in the taxi still. It's fine. Oh my god! Uh, and then yeah. I was busy with Lafreniere there. That you like you assigned me to get Lafreniere to the airport. I, I didn't assign you to do anything. You do your own thing, man. Wait, hold on. Stop the bus. Can we reset for one second? Just how many? I just want to go over this stat real quick with you guys. How many coaches have been fired since the start of the season? Ready, set, go. Three. Okay. How many? How many teams have not hired Gerard Gallant since firing their coach? Three. Four. <laughs> I was Three. gonna. Is it not crazy that this guy had us fooled that much that this dude got fired? was presumably the best coach in the league, and three or four teams, however many he's been, has literally not hired him since he's been fired. Have not even fucking interviewed him. That's what I was saying on Twitter. I The guy in- was a complete fraud. Yeah. Well, dude, it shows. Matt said that uh, round-trip tickets are $513. That maybe is absolutely ridiculous. Maybe that's because there's not an actual airport, so they just, like, parachute you in. I was going to say, they just, just they kick you out. You gotta, you gotta deploy. It's like, All right, down. this is a stop. As soon as you jump off, pull the red lever. <laughs> the fucking parachute freezes halfway down, <laughs> just in free fall. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> uh, man. All right, what's but, next? What what's they next? could do? What they um? But going back to the range, like someone floated. I I know Vince was. Someone asked Vince, like um. Move Zabanjad between Panarin and Lafreniere. I don't know if I like that. But I think it's too many. Kreider Trocheck. I always like Kreider yep. Trocheck. Mm-hmm. And that would be a good solution because their play styles match up. Yep. They like, played I'm well not together. A fan of, I, I'm not like on board with Kreider Zabanjad as like a combination. I, I have not been it. on board. That's why I'm saying they need to get two wingers at the deadline or. Phil Pedal needs to play. Not gonna have, it's gonna be. To it's gotta wing. be like a a one. It's gonna be like one big move and then like yeah. one little move. So like I, combine. That, so like well, take one of the trades from two years ago and then one of the trades last season. And here's now, what right, I, here's what they need. Line. They need a guy that could play in the middle six. That's a complete asshole and wrecking ball. And they need a guy that could play on the top line. Because they could, they could move Philip Heedle to the wing 
to play with Zabanajad and whoever they get at the deadline. That Kreider might not should be, be on the third idea. line at 5v5. He should not be getting top six minutes at 5v5. I, sh- I think it would be pretty interesting to see a third line of Kreider, Trocek, let's say Cooley as a placeholder, assuming Kako's not back, and then a top line of Zabanajad, Manjapani, per se. And then whomever, just some motherfucker, or Heedle. Like I think, I think Heedle and and Zabanajad can keep up with each other because, dude, Zabanajad sometimes have bur- has bursts of speed out of the defensive zone into the neutral zone and then the offensive zone that are kind of bizarrely fast. And I think him and Heedle could kind of snap it around if uh, if they use their north north south speed together. Well, if you make these trades, you're assuming that's Kako going the other way. Well, right? Kako, we're not coming back. Move- they don't have to move Kako. I think either way. Or keep him on LTIR until the mm-hmm. playoffs. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the injury, we don't have the exact timeline, but everyone's saying it's going to be a long-term injury. We're already in December at this point. He's going to be out until you have to figure at least February. Right. Just keep him on LTIR for the season and just mm-hmm. use that cap space so you have options. But like, he like doesn't. Then, so he doesn't have yeah. to play if he's healthy? Um, I mean, they don't have like, to. I mean, if he's like ready to play, like he's not injured anymore, they could still keep him on LTIR. Is that like a yeah? Loophole? Nikita Kucherov was on LTIR for the entire year, and all of a sudden he comes back. Oh, I'm, I'm all of a sudden a hundred percent. Look at me, and there was nothing wrong with them. They could keep him on LTIR as long as they want to, and they could open up more cap space when they get Blake Wheeler the hell out of here because he needs to be sent to the sun. And this team needs another seventh defenseman because I refuse if there's an injury to watch Zach Jones step on the ice come playoff time. Yeah, like offense, I think they could get a good piece back for him, actually. He could be a good trade asset. A hundred percent. He's he could be like this year's Morgan Barron, like Mm -hmm. the way they they use remember like how they used Morgan but they used him sparingly a couple years ago before they traded him for cop. Mm-hmm. Same thing this year with Jones. Like they could use him sparingly. Like I think he'll be good, but just not for the Rangers. Yeah, he'll be. Sick I wanted in to. I wanted to like him. Yeah, he'll be sick in Calgary. <laughs> and Nanjipani will look good with number twenty-eight on the Rangers. I want. I want that guy so fucking bad on this team, dude. Or he's I, gonna I, wear eighty-eight. He's gonna keep eighty-eight probably. I'll allow it if it, it means he's on the Rangers. Don't do this to me. Manjipani. He's not twenty-eight. Manjipani. No, Lindholm's twenty-eight. Oh, Lindholm's twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if we have to get them both, I suppose we could. I just yeah, don't no, that yeah if we just abolish the cap system, right? Um, what did you guys think about that game against the Red Wings? I thought the Rangers were the better team throughout that game. Like, I thought... better team, but the defense again spotty, in my opinion, and it's yeah. been that way recently, which is a little concerning. But I'm glad that in practice I saw them working on defense. So. The Red Wings are a weird team. They're a boring team to play against because they take the trap to the next level where they literally play the entire game in a trap. It was very hard for the Rangers to penetrate. It was very hard for for the Rangers to penetrate the D of the Red Wings that entire game but they they broke through at the end they cracked they cracked through but it was a real pain in the ass the red wings and the rangers always have boring games i don't want to say it was a not a wasn't a an uneventful game but it was a very boring defensive game and it was really the rangers looking for ways to break down their defense which they eventually did um 
But I, oof, you play against a team that plays that style in the playoffs. If we struggle as much offensively as we did against the Red Wings against a team in the playoffs, it could spell trouble because well, we Huso yeah. was goalieing. Dude, Huso was chances. nice. The Rangers, it's not like the Rangers didn't have – they had over 40 right. shots on goal. Right. They had like I four they had the better goals too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. They did. He almost I, stole that game for that. He was still yeah. literally – he was robbing the bank with Goudreau yep. and Truba. And then Trocek fucking puck flies off his stick when he's got a wide open net, not to mention that. No, but, like, do you see the way Trocek tilt, like, angled yeah. himself? There's no way he could get that puck in the net. No, no. It was stu- so stupidly. Right. Why didn't and, and he, the, like, angle right. himself more towards the goal instead of... And he, it wasn't a flat puck towards either. towards the, the bench. Mm-hmm. No, you're hundred percent right. And it was not a it was not a flat puck either. Then Kreider had the tip that hit the post. I, I just I I didn't this like number that. Number sixteen was supposed to hit open nets, <laughs> not miss them. I, <laughs> I I just I don't know. I maybe maybe I'm wrong. I have to look at the physical numbers uh myself. I I thought for the fact that we weren't creating what it felt like we weren't creating a lot of high danger scoring chances. We certainly gave up a lot against the Red Wings and the Sabres, and we kind of got bailed out uh, by our goalies as well. The and defense is weird, dude. Like I, I agree with what Evan says; it's so inconsistent because yep. we have shifts where Eric Gustafson is like all over the map, just bro, like un unbeatable. Miller like gets beat and then saves the puck with his reach, and then there's like moments like, He's "What the fuck's going on?" And there's like three on ones, three on twos. There's guys wide open in front of the net. We can't clear the front of the net, and weird stuff like that that just happens. Like, like, the, like it's not a system breakdown, but it's like mental breakdown of the players on the ice. That's this another concern. All the to- this would happen. Like, think about it though. This happened all the time. Every si- I felt like every single defensive collapse last year was exactly that, and it happened yeah. far too often under Glenn. Mm-hmm. Yep. This year, the defense is so much better. Yeah. So it's only happening like sparingly, like right. more recently in the last couple games. So mm-hmm. overall, I think it's a great improvement defensively. hundred percent, a hundred percent is better. Pe- if we're nitpicking here, the last couple games, yeah. And on top of that, the Rangers um, are notorious this year. I've noticed this that they give up a lot of back-to-back goals, like goals yes, twenty seconds uh, apart, thirty yep. seconds apart. How many or times kind of has happened? Like, at least three or four. At least mm. three or four times. Like they, it's like they're sleeping or any something. Like yeah, they catch them snoozing. Yeah, yeah, it's inexcusable. And some of the guys are just way too inconsistent on the back end. And it's been a, a story for how many years now? How many years have we been talking about Miller being inconsistent mm-hmm. ever since he stepped into the league? Lindgren's showing inconsistency, which is even more concerning. Braden Schneider, I he looks like a guy that's not even worth like I would seriously explore trading him this offseason if he asked for more than one and a half million. Do we see him any more as a third pair D man anyway? No, I don't. I think he's too young to pass that heavy a judgment yet, but it is for me, it's pretty concerning how poor he's been defensively. Like, he's not he's not skating as fast. He's not playing as physical. He's getting beat a lot. It's dude, it's almost like by gaining weight, which a young man does. Yeah, as you get older, you lift heavier weights, you get bigger, you get stronger, you kind of slow down a little bit. He's almost slowed down a bit too much, and you wonder if he's got might have to lean out a little bit. Remember when Kreider gained all that weight and then he kind of lost his speed, then had to thin out and gain the speed back speed back? 
Schneider's at a, for at least what I'm looking at. He's he, he doesn't have the foot speed right now. He looks like he gained too much weight, got a little bit too big, too much gains, and maybe slowed down a little bit too much because he's not zipping like he was last year and the year before. I think he also just got rushed to the NHL entirely. Hundred like, percent. He came up way too young, way too young, yep. and he didn't look out of place when he got called up. Originally. No, he didn't. He played he great didn't. at first. He didn't look out of place, but last year when he was struggling at points, the Rangers should have. I mean, I would say they should have sent him down, but they didn't really have a lot of good options there because yeah. it was what they had Harper and Jones, yeah, Harper yeah. and Jones. Like those <laughs> were the options they didn't have. And they still don't have anyone on the right side defensively to, no, don't. to come in as depth. So, and, and we can't even make excuses for Schneider this year because he's playing with a good third pair guy. It's mm. not like this is him well, playing with Mikola Harper. Jones. Well, I'm saying Gustafson when when they're healthy. But Gustafson yeah, but it has there. it's been a while since they played together. Well, I mean, I mean, even now. when they were playing together, Jones was or that was so long Schneider ago. I can't was remember. Not playing that great. <laughs> I can't remember. Schneider's <laughs> only had a handful, a few games, and he was a guy that noticeably was bad in the preseason. I was mm-hmm. worried yeah. then. Yeah, he wasn't as good in the. He wasn't that good in the preseason. Um, yeah. I was like, I actually made a prediction. I was thinking that he would get scratched in favor of, in favor of like uh, of Jones a couple yes. times. I thought Jones looked good. That didn't end up happening because like that Fox injury. Because uh, they just both played in the lineup. So, I mean, that was a pretty moot high school take. <laughs> Nothing happened there. <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I don't know. Unless there is a chance that the Rangers do want to upgrade their defense at the deadline, that's the only way he's gone. But I don't know who they'd get. Probably Justin Braun. The third pair. Yeah, probably just get him out of retirement and bring him back. Yeah, probably but, Justin Braun. Third round Dan, pick. Too. What's Dan Boyle doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe they'll trade for Mark Stahl. What's Chris Summers doing these days? Oh my Chris Summers. Jesus Christ uh, almighty. I, I was thinking more team... Steve Eminger, but you know, go off. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I mean, that I think this team does need a defenseman at the deadline, like underratedly, a guy that's gonna be more consistent. They have too much inconsistency, and I still don't think Ryan Lindgren's a great first pair defenseman. If they could find another Eric Gustafson, that'd be great. Oh my god. Like a right handed Gustafson. Dude, seriously. Sign me up. I can't believe how well Gustafson's been. And I'm not talking just offensively. I'm talking defensively as well. Did you guys see the thing that came out, like where what his market value is? And he's worth 9.1. Yeah, I saw that. He's worth $9.1 million? Yeah, dude. Like that, like, uh, yeah, dude. That's, that's like what his market, that's what his market value was uh, for the numbers he was putting up. Not, not like, like his fancy stat numbers. Like that's what was his market value. Raphael oh my Diaz. God, Rafael Diaz! Jesus Christ! Yeah, trade a fifth round pick for him. Fifth round pick ended up being Hobie Baker winner Adam Gaudet in that Rafael Diaz trade. The more you know. Gaudet didn't do shit though. That's no, the most stat boy Steven thing I've ever heard you say, Nick. No, trust hey, me. I, I'm sure I have more in the bank. With, with stat boy Steven. Maybe, maybe we're the stalkers now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still that Twitter? Steven? I you didn't like that, but I said it anyways. We are, yeah, we are. We're we stalking Stat Boy Steven, who's stalking yep. Othman. Yep, we're, we're the we're the we're we're the we're stalking boys? the stalker. Yeah, we're we're the stalk boys. <laughs> Should we talk we, about this bro, thing? 
Yeah, yeah. We'll, oh. we'll talk about that. But I want to I want to send him us saying that out of context and get a reaction out of him just what, for shits and giggles. What is it? I just, I think it'd be fun if we sent him out of context us calling him that just that, just to pull his leg a little bit, right? Just to fuck with him. What 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 are we saying? Uh, stock boy Steven like as a joke like we're saying it like jokingly because he's our friend and like there are some real assholes on the internet that say shit like that to him for no fucking reason uh, and if we sent that to him I think out of context would be hilarious uh, love you Steven also Joey that's pretty messed up that you don't have any females on your podcast like come on yeah <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> literally had Molly Walker on my show last week Joey oh. hold on but do you know what he's talking about <laughs> yeah I know who he's talking about like the Truba thing, yeah, yeah. Dude, that girl that just like fucking wigged out on Truba, <laughs> man. Like honestly, that was so comical. I got a comment Whoa. on this. That was yeah. laughable. That was. She what? followed me on Twitter like two days ago and then unfollowed me right away. Like I clicked <laughs> on the notification. I was like, oh, who is this? And it led to her profile. She unfollowed me already. I went on her podcast a long time ago, and you know, she was nice and and stuff. Uh, I don't remember much about it. But and she like unfollowed me. Not that I care. But what a, I, that like, person. Uh, how is... do you go from? How do you go from like? I'm gonna tag Jacob Trooper every single day, right? To get him on my podcast, and then as soon as he, you see him on another podcast, you bitch and moan that he, he, go on he goes on your does it, Like, where's your self awareness? You know whose podcast he went on? Elliot Friedman. There's no self awareness yeah. needed. Eric, get a penis. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, well, you Christ. can say that on your show. That's not what I'm saying on mine. But I'm but, just saying. I'm just saying. Like, do you see? How do you miss that? How do you miss that? It's it was so Elliot bizarre. Friedman and like and Jeff Merrick, the yeah. the like national podcast of like the NHL. Like yeah. these are like professional outlets here. Yeah. I am nobody. I am just a fan of the Rangers. Look at me. I'm wearing a shirt that says the Rangers are nasty. <laughs> I am in no way affiliated with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I asked Truba to come on and uh, he didn't. Let's then, take, we should, we should try, we should try to ruin his life because he wouldn't do that. We should try to call him out on Twitter and make total assholes yeah. of ourselves but for it. If you're trying to start your own podcast back home, mm-hmm. right? This is like, this is a true tip for you guys. Like if you want like a, a, a prestigious guest on your show you don't just stop like requesting them to come on you keep yeah. going until you get an answer until they yep. say no the word yep. no means no but if it's nothing then it's not an answer right 100%. Kevin Weeks liked my post like like dude it was 30, a lot times like yeah. probably like 20 or 10 to 10 to 30 times I think I don't know it's mm-hmm. a really wide range there and really weird i don't know how i came up with that but he liked a lot of those from an, from like early on like day six of it mm-hmm. i knew he was seeing it but he never responded mm-hmm. so i kept going until i got a response from him yep That's i don't want to hear asking for weeks to get a response you don't just give up when you see some when you see if i saw him go on like chicklets which he did a couple weeks before you went on mine i didn't give up I was like, right. I'm going to try to call harder. him out on Twitter for it. I didn't call him out on Twitter for it either. <laughs> I, I kept trying. I tried harder. Right. I tried mm. harder. I'm like, I'm determined. I'm more motivated now than I was before. Right. 
I right. will get Kevin Weeks on my show. Mm-hmm. She could cry me a river. I can't get Wolski on my podcast. Like, leave me the fuck. Wojtek Wolski. I forgot oh my that guy God. exists. That's a good. That's a good guest, dude. Bro, he was. Dude, go, he was at a game. Go not on Instagram and and DM Darius Casparitis. I guarantee you, he'll respond. We should probably start trying to get guests on these on these podcasts. I think that'd be kind of fun. I I've tried so many. I I have DMs and I'm just left on. Left yeah, but you red. need no. You need that D swagger and right that D drive. Rushoff right now, and he will respond. Really? Yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow, but like not right now. <laughs> no, that's still pretty sick. <laughs> Rushoff's the man. He he's good. He was he was cool, but I don't know how I was able to get to him without like going through like Rangers PR and stuff. Like that was crazy. Because once he once he, I tried like other AHL guys, and they were like down to come on, but. Mm. I had to go through PR, and they're like, "Nah." See, that's why you got to go for X Rangers first. Like, we got to get on yeah, like a like a like course. a Christian Thomas or like a like a Danny Christo or something. I think um, fun. I think Kyle Hall has Danny Christo's uh, number. Either Danny Christo or Danny Sivert. Danny uh, Sivret. Sivret, former yeah. draft pick of the. Uh, I believe the Flyers, who played a few years with the Wolfpack before he went off, he went on his yeah. merry way. I, I think he even played with the Bridgeport Bridgeport Islanders at one point. Whenever I get DPHO on here, next guy is Keith Yandel. I want Keith. Yandel. Oh, dude! I tried DMing any, him. He doesn't have any socials except no. for Instagram, I think. Yeah, I tried DMing him on Instagram, didn't get an answer at all. Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, I'll come on your podcast, Shank." Shank. <laughs> I gotta ask him about that, like honestly. Um, like where, where, and when he came up with it? Yeah. Why that? Like, why couldn't? Why couldn't have been like, like, like a Chappelle? Like, gotcha, bitch. Like, why couldn't have been? Why couldn't have been that? This is you way better I mean? than talking about the Mets, in my opinion. I at least think so. Oh, the Mets. All right, let's, let's talk about Corey. Up. Let's talk about Corey Perry, and then and then we'll talk about the Mets. Man, like that okay. Corey Perry stuff, it bothered me so much. Like, I feel so bad. Stupid. I feel bad for. For uh, Bedard and his mom, like honestly, like going through that, I know, I know people are like complaining. Oh, hockey media, are you complaining about the rumors spreading? Well, you know who spread the rumors? It was some fan. It was made up. We don't know who exactly. I we, the 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 name. No one, no one analyzed the source of the information, which it is why it was so stupid in the first too. place. It's from WhatsApp. Like, yeah. oh, oh, you didn't, you didn't. You didn't uh you didn't call out like this uh this uh tweet here. You didn't uh you didn't acknowledge it. it was I didn't know. Up. I didn't see. I didn't like, see oh, all the, that. The Blackhawks owe us an explanation. They should have de- they should have denied the the thing. All right, you're just mad because of whatever the Blackhawks did years ago. They got rid of everybody. It's done. Move on. They got it. Joel Quenville gone. Stan Bowman mm-hmm. gone. All the players gone. Everybody is gone. Mm-hmm. Is it Kyle Davidson's fault that happened? No. Why are you blaming it on him? Like it's like yeah, damned they, if you do, damned yeah. if you don't. Like if they said something, you would add something to say. If they <laughs> don't say something, then you're gonna be really mad. Yeah. I need to go like, on a rant about this myself because the thing that annoyed me the most about this whole situation is everyone on Twitter just like bury like just bringing it to life more, giving it more attention yeah. and making it seem like it was the thing just because it's funny. And now all of a sudden people, because Bedard got asked today by a reporter about it. That's a clown. That, I'm sorry. I, In sorry, Winnipeg. Yeah, that's a clown reporter. Yeah, for, I'm sorry. 
That was, Actually, yeah, I'm not sorry, but like one of the pillars of journalism is to call out other journalism, uh, other journalists when they're not upholding the same pillars as you. That's terrible. I don't know who, what reporter that is, but what yeah, I, that I don't know who either. Then? But yeah, but all of a sudden these people are like, oh, I feel so bad for Bedard. It's partially your fault, assholes. Like you're the ones that were like, hyping up the whole story and making it a big deal and or not making it a big deal making it seem like that was the story and just because it was funny and now all of a sudden you feel bad no it's your fault why do you feel bad now when you did this like it's one thing to joke about it but then to say like well the blackhawks are obligated to tell us what happened no they're not they're they're not obligated to tell you anything if it wasn't a crime if it wasn't a crime that he got arrested over then they don't have to tell you anything, actually. Like, what happened? Like, what do you, even if it, if it did happen, like that rumor, if it did happen, what if the person didn't want it to come out? You know what I mean? Exactly. And I don't see the incentive for, for Davidson to cover this up, too, after seeing Stan Bowman and Joel Quinville are still not back in hockey all these years later after the whole thing. What's the incentive for him to cover something when he would be the one to get the axe? Yep. I'm not excusing the Blackhawks for what they did for years ago. Not at all. It was a terrible thing that they did. They should have been punished for it. They were. Um, you may argue that it wasn't harsh enough. But who they are now is completely different from what they were before. They are completely. They have different owners or uh, different management, different players, different coaches. You know what I mean? Like, so you hope that that was enough to ensure that never happens again. Right. So like taking it out on them right now doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I hate how when they like issued uh, a statement and they're just like, oh, this isn't enough. And they never learn and anything. At least they're issuing a statement this time. Like they yeah. did learn. Like, yes. That's yes. why he's not it, there this anymore. This is just people. This is just people creating a firestorm. And creating drama because they have nothing better to do at home. No. Honestly, this is what it is. I, I usually don't get like this, but seeing this happen, it's just, you guys have anything better to do? Like, no. don't you have, like, jobs? Work? <laughs> Mike Tom and Antonio app. Brown. Get off the app. Yeah. Get off Twitter. Yeah, like, it was handled. Like, I, 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 I like, I, I like, what else were they supposed to do? Like, be like, oh, you're like, how do you, how do you do more than literally cancel, like, terminate a guy's contract? Like, how do yeah. you legitimately, as an organization, do yeah. more? Because what do they want to do? Like, embarrass Corey Perry more and everything? Like, right. It's, I, I, I just, that's I, his just, story to tell. You're not entitled. Right. Like I said, you're not entitled to no shit. No, they don't no. have to tell you anything. Right. And like, dude, if like if you or crime, I, you don't need to know. It's not none right. of your business. And if you or I fuck up at work, we get fired. It's not like our right. boss can come down, beat the wheels off of us and then fire us. No, it's you just get fucking fired. And that's what happened to Corey Perry. He did something dumb. We don't know what the fuck it is, but he did something stupid. And he got he literally got like the, the NHL version of fire. They terminated his contract. He's not making his money. He's gone. Like, I, what else could they possibly do? I, I don't know. I. I don't know. I, I, I what, what, how, how could you do more than fire someone? This shit happened. He's gone. It's over. It. They handled their shit. I'm not defending the Blackhawks organization at all, but I'm, but I'm, I'm also, I'm also saying in the same breath, like they did what they had to do. The issue's yeah. over. Can we just fucking drop it? Right. 
Exactly. And leave Bedard and his family alone. God damn, the kid's 18 years old. Like, he doesn't have enough shit on his mind. I did like He's... his response to that clown reporter, though, in Winnipeg. Dude, like, I what did... a dumb question to ask, Somebody dude. replied to that with an even better idea of what he should have done. I'm going to pull it up now, actually. But it was something along the lines of, like, he should just give the reporters one-word answers or something if they ask anything about it. It was something along those lines. Yeah, here it is. If I am Bedard, I look at the reporters and say, go ahead, ask that question. But understand if you do, every question you ask for the rest of my career will be one word answers. Yeah. And then every journalist in the country is going to look, or in the world, not in the country, Canada only has 17 mm-hmm. go to the United States. Uh, every journalist is going to look at that journalist and be like, what the fuck did you just do? Yep. You just oh, ruined yeah. this for us. Like, this is a star. In the making, we can't monetize him, or we can't market him. Like that, that there is there is a selection of journalists that I just have such strong, strong. I won't say the oh. word hatred because hatred is an angry word. Such strong dislike, just really dislike some journalists. I just feel like they they act like such entitled assholes, and it really just fucking that pisses me off. That is why I love Colin, Molly, and Vince. I like Arthur, and I do like Larry. Mm. I like them. And Johnny. I love Johnny. But I, I love Johnny for other reasons. He's just a good dude. Yeah. But like dude, like the whole the whole fucking that whole thing where it, that was going on a couple of years ago when they were mad at the tennis girl because she wouldn't give answers or a tennis guy, whatever the fuck it was. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You know what about. I'm talking yeah. about, yeah, dude? Yeah, it's I like, did that for school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we we make the players. They're nothing gonna, the fuck the fuck are you talk the players make you. All right? Cut the shit. You're not that fucking important. You write articles. Get off your fucking in, high horse. In sports media, it is God called almighty. a symbiotic relationship. Right, sports dude. It provides content for the media, and the media yeah. gives content. Dude, back they to act the like they're such hot shit. Like you fucking put pen to paper. We all we all have jobs. We talk about sports for we talk about sports for a living. We God are damn. we have long been considered the toy department of sports and. When you when you when you take that sense of entitlement too far, this is why. Yeah, this like the players yeah. all over us. When you act like the players owe you something, what the fuck are you talking right. about? Right. Like yeah. they don't owe you shit. You go there, you ask your stupid questions, you get an answer, you go write an article about it, and then you go fucking trash them when you don't like what they say, or you give your stupid opinions online that no one wants to fucking hear, and you're nothing but piss people off. And listen, I'm not, this is not an indictment of all reporters, but the hand, the handful of people that act like what I'm describing infuriate me beyond anything else in the, on the planet. Because there are a lot of good ones. I would, I would say the majority of them are good ones, but the f- fucking ones I'm talking about are so infuriating. Push the divide in the country way too far. It's Dude, like, it's just so stupid. Hey, I mean, this is a great discussion. I, I know we don't usually go like this on, on our show, but like this is important. Like this. Like because it's hockey related, it's important. Um, and it's true. Like this is this is what it is. Like this is why I'm in journalism school, so I don't make the same mistakes that other journalists do. You know what I mean? You don't like, become a, you don't become a, an, an entitled asshole. You think the world owes you everything because you can no, again? Like I said, like I said, going, <laughs> like I said before about about the trooper thing. Like you got to have self awareness here. Who I am right now. I'm not. That? I'm not a uh, a full time journalist yet. I'm not a reporter for the team. I'm still just a fan. I haven't graduated yet. 
still just a fan. I'll continue to be a fan. And even after I graduate, it'll probably be a little while before I uh before I become like a, a full fledged like member of the media. You know what I mean? So it's gonna take it's gonna take a while. So until then I'm a fan. And I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna act like a fan. Sorry about that. So, yeah, you're good. I just rambled. No, are you good? My dog so, just fucking body checked the door like three times. I thought someone was banging on my door. It was just my dog just fucking headbutting my door trying to get in. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Go to bed. Scared the piss out of me. Someone said uh, Bedard would get Aaron Rodgers treatment from impressive. Uh, do nothing but try to start shit, but when a player stands up, all the reporters freak out. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then he said... Years of ha- hearing them say that Rodgers is better than Brady, but then Rodgers doesn't bend the knee, then he is overrated as he's winning his yep. third and fourth MVPs. Yep. Rodgers got a lot of shit from yeah. from people. Like honestly, I I don't think it was fair either. Like I like the guy. I feel terrible that he popped his Achilles mm, fourth play of the yeah fourth play. Dude, of the is year. he actually gonna come back and play this no, season? There's no way. Like. Unless the Jets are seriously in playoff contention, he's not going to do it because he's not. Kind of sick if he did. I'm not even a Jets fan. I think we might just do it. The Jets would be stupid to let him. The Jets would be stupid to let him play. I wouldn't uh, even do it. Honestly, with that offensive line, I wouldn't even let him in for one play. No, bro, (laughs) they won't even let him practice unless he's handing the ball off. Now, not even. (laughs) Holy crap! Some of those like like pressure times are are ridiculous on on Wilson like that game against Buffalo he snapped the ball and within half a second he had like two guys right on top of him it was incredible the, the receiver barely made it 5 yards into their route and he was already on the ground it could be a lot worse it could be fucking wearing the jersey the helmet behind my fucking head worst hey, offensive DeVito, line in NFL history Tommy DeVito at least could sling the football yeah at least that you want to hear just fucking Jalen Hurts before before we um before we switch over to baseball, do you, you want to hear a fun a fun stat? <laughs> Your bro is going to die behind the, the O line. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. You already did. Pretty much. All right, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Before we go into baseball, let's let's talk let's talk about the worst offensive line in NFL history. All right. Oh, is it the, the Giants? Yeah, the Giants have given up the most sacks this season. The Pythagorean theorem. The Pythagorean theorem. The Don LaGreca rant. (laughs) The Giants have given up 69. Nice. Nice. 69 sacks this year. All right. The team behind them has given up fucking 14 less. And that's the the commanders. And after that's the Jets at 47. So the difference between the third worst and the worst team for sacks against is 22 sacks. You know how bad that is? Wait, they've given up 69 sacks? Bro, they've given up 69 sacks. That's almost like the same amount of sacks the Eagles defense had last year. The Eagles defense had like, (laughs) I don't even remember how many, but it was something stupid. It was like an historic... Historic number, how many Yeah, well, the, the Giants are doing some historic numbers of their own. 69 <laughs> sacks. Like, like, does that not make you fucking nauseous? 69, like, imagine I being mean, the quarterback. Me, personally, Nick, but if have I was you, a Giants fan, yes. Please tell me you've seen the Pythagorean theorem rant from Don LaGreca. 
No, I have not. It's about the Giants' offensive line from a few years ago. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. I'll send it to you after this. Please do, because yeah, another thing hilarious. that pissed me off about the Giants is, can we just fucking lose, please? Can we stop winning games? Because we went from having a top a top two pick to just oh now we're suddenly fighting for a wild card spot for some reason. Like 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 yeah. like we're fooling ourselves. Like that's what have it was like with McAdoo, right? McAdoo, and then who was the coach after that? Fucking McAdoo. Such fucking morons. I don't even remember who they had after that, dude. I, tried, I blocked Judge. that shit out. Yeah, Joe Judge, that fucking mutant. No, I did. this is the most Mets shit ever. You suck for long enough. Like, oh, you know what? At the very least, maybe we'll have a good draft pick. Nope. Speaking nope. of the Mets, what do we want to talk about with the Mets? Uh, what don't we want to talk about the Mets? Are going to get Yamamoto? Did you really? Do we no, really want to talk talking about Mets. the Mets? No. Hold on. Can, can I? Can we talk Mets for a second here? I, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. What are you start guys mad you. at? Like I, I, I must be missing something here. All right. Well, let, let's talk about Joey Wendell. Right. Everyone says, um, "Oh, no. it's not a bad signing. It's not a bad signing." Omar Narvaez ran in coming. Here we go. We're gonna go on baseball savant real quick. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joey. I'm gonna share my screen. Okay. All right. We're gonna, gonna go on good. baseball savant. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna do this. All right. So, what is everyone saying? Joey Wendell is. He's the he is he's replacement. Oh, he's okay. He's a Luis Guillorme. Let's let's take a look at Luis Guillorme. Let's see. Let's see his baseball savant. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. What did Guillorme do last year? Let's see. Oh, Luis Guillorme. Oh, he fucking sucked. Okay. All right. Sick. All right. So Luis Guillorme <laughs> fucking sucked. And I'm, I'm going to keep saying fucking. So let's see. What do we replace Luis Guillorme with? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ah. A guy that fucking sucks because <laughs> it's a rule. Town. Because it's a rule, and don't you forget this: it's a rule in the MLB that you can't replace players with better players. You need to get someone that's of equal value. So it, it, it's actually a rule. You need to have X amount of players on your forty-man roster at all time that fucking suck. So in order to to align with that rule and make sure that you still fucking suck, you get a guy that's just as bad as the guy who you're replacing him with. So you're taking someone who fucking sucks and replacing them with someone who still fucking sucks. Oh, and the best part is the guy that you're replacing him with is four years older, right? And has been on a downhill trend from an all-star to arguably the worst player on the 40-man roster of the team that he just left. Are we all caught up to date with that? Like why you're telling me right now of the hundreds of players that exists in free agency right now, you couldn't find a single one better than, and I don't want to hear, oh, it's only $2 million. Our owner is worth $20 billion. I don't give a fuck if this guy's playing for free. All right. We're trying to put together a a, a winning team. Why would you? And I thought we were like doing like the whole, like, oh, we want, we want players for good metrics. I, yeah, it, that's what I, I that's what I saw. I, I was just going to say, like, am I missing um, something? Isn't David Stearns an analytics guy? Uh, yeah. Does this look like an analytics guy? No, um, this you is are missing. Too hard hey, to start. His base running value is in the red, so you, oh, you forgot. Well, fuck me sideways. Well, this is the opposite his base of running value is is, is positive. The red is good. That's great. His big, he can run the bases. The problem is he can't hit the fucking ball and get a chance to run the bases. I I don't I don't know if you noticed. He batted two twelve with a five fifty four OPS. Dude, his his OPS has dropped about a hundred points every year for the past three years. Wow. 
Well, surely the Mets at least, like, made a good move on the other side of the ball, right? Like, surely they got a good pitcher or something, right? For... Oh, you want... you? Do you... Wait, what's wrong with Severino? Like, surely they got a good oh, pitcher, Oh, right? what, what's, what's wrong with Luis Severino? Let's oh, let's God. take a look at Luis Severino, our $13 million Jason Vargas Part 2. Oh, a 1.65 whip. Oh, Jason... A no, 6.65 no, 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 no. ER. Oh, oh, no, no, he's I he's would great. not say Jason Vargas Part 2. I would say Carlos Carrasco part two, because oh, what's yeah. the common oh. theme? Because what's the common theme, right? He they sucks. both uh, suck. They both cannot pitch in the first inning. No, they both love, they, they both, both love, injured. love. What's both of their favorite things? Not Getting playing a full injured. season. Yeah, they don't no, like playing what... a full season. Never. Dude, um, it's, just, it's just terrible. Yeah. Uh, walks the park. Both of those guys. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude, it this just doesn't a... make it doesn't make any sense. At, the only saving grace with Luis Severino is that at least he's twenty nine, so he might be able to get back to these numbers. Yay! This five years oh, ago, like like he might. Will yeah, like, he? Probably saw, not. When I saw that's only two years ago. This is this is the year before last, which is great numbers, great. And then yeah. this is last year, so like you're preying on a bounce back. But again, you're telling me of all the pitchers, a one year prove it deal. You're, but, but like of all the pitches, you couldn't. F- and listen, I'm all for betting on a guy, and I'll trust David Stearns on this one because you know what, Luis Severino, the year before last, was really fucking good. That's looks great. Here's looks the, great, but it's here's like my problem. There's not a the signing. My problem with the signing is mainly the fact that this team has not got innings the past yeah. how many years. How many years have we been talking about innings being an issue, whether mm-hmm. it's Carrasco being hurt, whether it's DeGrom basically missing half of seasons time and time again, Syndergaard missing years, Matt's mm-hmm. missing uh, time. Then you had Wheeler who was injured a lot. Mm-hmm. Even last year, Scherzer, Verlander didn't pitch until like May. Quintana didn't pitch until July. This team yep. has struggled to get innings every season Kodai yep. Senga who knows if he's fully acclimated yet to pitching over here uh on shorter rest yep so I think for a rotation Mets- that needs innings you go out and get a guy that hasn't you cannot even safely pencil him in for a hundred innings and he's a starting no. pitcher yeah yeah just I mean I, that, do- I see that's a good argument because that on that alone that's not a like they need to get more starting pitching because right now right the Mets only right. have two he's their number three starter Senga- right now Dude, you could argue Severino, and then it's yeah. Miguel and fucking Jose Budo, even or Lucchese. Even, even, even Quintana playing. is not a guarantee. Like you just said, Evan, Quintana is not a guarantee for a full season. So you really yeah, only have one, one full starter, like one starter that you know you could throw out every five days. Like you have, you have to legitimately expect the Mets to sign at least three more starting. They pitchers. don't have any like AAA guys they could call up either. David Peterson sucks. He, actually, well, David Peterson's not even Peterson's playing next out. year. He's out. Yeah, he's out. He has not for the entire of next year, year, but he's out for a good amount next year. Like yeah. he's out. He's going to be out until like June, I think. Yeah. But let's not forget Kyle about Kyle Crick. Crick. This was actually a decent signing. Who is this? This is actually a I, this, one. this. This is this one. He's actually not terrible. He's actually not bad. He actually has some. This was a minor league signing quality. too. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. All right, that looks like that the looks guy like I'm more annoyed cool. about is who the fuck was that pitcher? The dude that who Austin I Adams was good. is that is that his yeah, name? Yeah, his yeah, most Austin. generic name. Yeah. Most generic name. Wow. Like, dude. Like that guy. Wait, that's at good. At a quick right? look, 
at a quick glance, it's really good until you realize he set a record for hit batters, Evan was saying. Yeah, he has a record for hitting batters. Which the 5.71 ERA. And he's a relief pitcher, and he has the record for hitting batters. <laughs> All right, I guess, like, don't give up well, the this long is a guy, goal. like, they're saying if you can get his control down, he could be elite. But I guess you could say that about literally any pitcher ever. Well, I mean, if you're going to go the money, hang on a second, hang on a second. If you're going to go the money ball route, money ball had its, had the problems with their players too. Mm -hmm. Like Chad Bradford, you know how he threw. Mm. Scott Hatterberg couldn't throw. You know what I mean? Like they're all going to do stuff like, you know what I mean? Like that's, those are Mm. very small extents to what I'm trying to say, but like they could work through that. I think if they're trying to to get like quality or you know better make some sort of improvement that doesn't require you throwing tons of money at the at the wall because Steve Cohen tried that last year and it didn't work. I, 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 Dude, can, hold on, can you highlight that comment by Joe Graves? I, I'm gonna piss myself laughing. That is funny wait, as fuck. Wait. The one he sent at eleven forty. <laughs> the amount of money the Yankees and Mets spent <laughs> <laughs> For the amount of money the Yankees and Mets spend to be garbage, I could have cured AIDS. It's sad that this is. Wait, 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 wait. It gets better. Actually, I could have trained a chimp biochemistry, funded his lab, and he could have cured AIDS. I mean, it's sad that this is the fucking truth, though. Like, dude, it is. It, no World Series appearances for New York team since 2015. It's such oh my garbage. God. I can't breathe. Holy crap. Dude, like, I mean, I mean, let, let, let's be honest. Let's be real. The Mets, the Mets and Yankees last year had a combined wins of 82 plus 75. So what is that? 157. So 157, yeah. right? Mets payroll in 2023. That opening day payroll. It's the highest payroll. Three hundred and forty. Three hundred and forty million. And the Yankees had two seventy-eight. So they paid half a billion over, dollars. Over, over, yeah, over half, over a, billion half a billion dollars. dollars. Over six hundred million dollars. And they had a hundred and fifty something combined wins. They were barely a, they were not even a fucking five hundred team combined. That's horrible. And, and they spent six hundred million dollars between the two of them. I, I don't have faith right now in the Mets. I don't. Um, I don't see a reason to have faith right now until there's a reason to. Because going into next year, it's the same problem that they had going into this past year. They relied way too much on the rookies <laughs> to come in and make an immediate impact. And what's probably not going to happen, the rookies coming in and making an immediate impact because of the fact that it's the same rookies. It's not like anyone new is going to be ready to come through. Like Alvarez, sure, you expect him to be more consistent. That should help right. you win some more games. But uh, are, am I supposed to have faith in Brett Beatty with the way that he looks? Like he looks lost when he uh, when he's up there. And then Ronnie Mauricio, maybe there's hope for him. Uh, maybe. And then Mark Vientos, he's a man without a position. So like. I, I don't know. They have nobody for this lineup next year because they're too cow uh too cowardly to go out and get Juan Soto. 
and they're too scared to get Shohei Otani. So I don't know who's hitting for this I team next the year. The Padres don't want the like even if the Mets did go after Soto, the Padres wouldn't take the deal because the Mets don't have the pitching to offer. They're not lying. Like they would rather take it and the offer from the Yan- an offer from the Yankees because the Yankees have pitching that they could give up. Uh, that's just from me listening to the Michael K show. And also on the Michael K show today, Buster Olney went on and said that the Mets and Pete Alonso are miles apart on a contract extension. Yeah, Not people bad. thought they were nearing one because Pete Alonso wore a New York or nowhere shirt at a fucking Ranger game. Like, no, that didn't mean anything. And that just tells me he wants to be here. That doesn't tell me that they're close on an extension. Yeah, but... because Pete Alonso's. Let's be real. He's being unreasonable with his ask. Like you're not the best first baseman. What is his ask? What is he wants to be the highest paid first baseman? Which let's Uh, be real, you're not better than Freddie Freeman. No, yeah, you're not. I'm sorry, Pete. The benchmark is Freddie Freeman. I love you, Pete. But or Matt Olson, dude. Matt Uh, Olson kind of went off too. Both of them are better than Pete. Like I'm not paying him. Well, the Braves hold guys hostage to pay them, so like that doesn't really count. But like the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I'm not paying him more than Freddie Freeman's making, and That's he's asking for man. significantly more. So and, and it, it would make sense if. Oh, actually, hold on. Let's just go back. It, to okay. Side. You know, Lindor. They gave us a scare with Lindor a couple years ago. A couple years ago, when they traded for him, like with the extension, like he wanted to be the highest paid shortstop, yes. and it was only by a million dollars that he was the highest paid shortstop. And it was literally the day before, or the deadline, and yeah. it, it was like it was like all right, no more. We're 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 about we're not close, and then like an hour later they signed the extension. Yeah, I'm not even like fully so sold on extending Alonso. If Pete Alonso hits for average, if he hits for has a better average, dude. Even I'd if he's at least willing. batting two fifty, like if you could just get him to two fifty, it's like, dude, he's batted two seventeen last year, man. Like that's everybody on the Mets was had a. Really he's like glorified value. Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> Hey, don't I love Pete? I love Pete. Uh, compared to Freddie not, Freeman, gotta keep him. Who I'm are they gonna replace huge. him with? Reese Hoskins. Fuck that, dude! Look at how good Freddie Freeman Holy is, man. Shit. That guy's a Hall of Famer. He's all. Go back to the Juan Soto thing quickly, though. The thing that aggravates me the most about this is I was screaming my head off that the Mets did not get enough pitching prospects. And sure enough, if they had pitching yeah. prospects right now, they'd be able to yeah. get one. Deadline, yeah, the, the yep. deadline, they got a lot of good prospects, but not any, like maybe one or two of them. Were they pitchers. got one pitching prospect, one. and he's ranked like 12th, Justin Jarvis or whatever his name is. Or he was ranked 12th with the Brewers. He's ranked Can like they flip some of those prospects that they got for pitching? Mike Tomlin, Antonio Brown. I, I don't know like what they could do. I... Who could they get for this lineup? The like Joey Wendell might actually play every day. Like people are like, yeah. oh, don't freak out. He's not gonna play every day. Who, he might. He he might. Like Brett Beatty is not a, a sure guarantee to be an everyday penciled in third baseman. Jeff McNeil, I'm not counting on him to bounce back entirely. The only three guys in this lineup I trust are Pete, Lindor, and Alvarez. Yeah. And Nimmo. Fine. You don't Nimmo like too. Nimmo. Nimmo, yeah. Um, I Dude, this oh, is McNeil last year, bro. I McNeil, don't love McNeil. McNeil struggled mightily last year. I do not like. Love I said McNeil. everybody on the Mets was had a really bad offense. Like 
average wise, mm-hmm. they Terrible. couldn't hit like above two thirty. Yeah, because even Mets- Alvarez, Alvarez had like twenty five home runs, right? Yep. Well, Tommy Fam, he didn't hit for average. Tommy Fam said it, and it's true. The Mets try way too hard with analytics. They use analytics, or they have analytics, but they don't know how to use it. They use too mm-hmm. much of it and give too much oh, info, that- and it throws everyone off. I didn't know that he said that. I knew he said that the work ethic was not there. I mean, that's that was visible. I, I he didn't need to tell us for us to know yeah. that part, but. Yeah, like part of the issue is that they they suck at using analytics, and for a team that's a, uh, wants to be the Dodgers East Coast, Collins. like I don't know, I, I don't have sick. I don't have faith for this team. I really don't I, until I proven otherwise. But then there are some bright spots. Like look at Nimmo's. And this this one shocked me earlier. I was looking. I always like Nimmo. I always like Nimmo. Even going back, like remember when McCutcheon was. W- was going to get traded from the Pirates when he got traded to the Giants. Like, mm-hmm. people were trying to say, like, Nimmo for McCutcheon. And I'm like, oh, why God. the fuck would you do that? You're trading an up-and-coming guy for a guy that's on his way out. And that's exactly what happened. Sanko Baseball's such a weird really sport, good. too. Baseball's, like, really I think good. the most volatile sport when it comes to players. You have guys that are hot one day, then trash the next day. Javi Baez, Carlos Correa, Madison Bumgarner. You play too many games. I agree. It's a lot. It's a lot, dude. I mean, you have guys you that are elite one year than game suck one next to year. one sixty two. Like only the only the best have been able to do it. Yeah. Only can I give a can I give a perfect example? This guy was the most sought after trade asset not that long ago. Remember Jesse, Jesse Winker? Winker? <laughs> Who remembers Jesse Winker? Oh, I mean, it's hard to not. Remember 305 to 219 to one. Look at how bad he was. Crap. Baseball yeah, is you are cool. hot, then you are not. And it is like the most it, it the league is like that. Dude, R.A. Dickey came out of nowhere. How about Corey Kluber? Remember when he was like the best in the world and just suddenly sucked one year and it's, it's not really been yep. great ever since? Yeah, that's like, why base, it's like it's just such a volatile sport. That's why I'm like okay with not like, at least guys after like a certain age, I'd say after age 30. I'm okay with not selling the entire you to Jay Bruce, Joanna Cespedes. Like, how many times have the Mets gone through this? Great. Fucking Michael Kadire. Like, like, Jay Bruce was nuts. Like, he was like when mm-hmm. the Mets got him in 2016, he wasn't all that good. And no, then, he wasn't. Then they we got ditched him, him again and he hit yep. 30 home runs. Yep. And what did they do? They waited too long to trade him and they settled for a top 30 or Ryder Ryan. Prospect. Yeah. Stupid. It's just. It's, like baseballs, it's just how do you not get sport. more than like a top ten prospect? It's bad. I, I just for thirty home runs. It's just it's very hard to assess talent in baseball. It's it's nearly impossible, especially, especially when guys are just suddenly hot. Like dude, like uh, not Justin Turner. Who's the guy? Uh, the infielder, Brian Reynolds, right? Brian Reynolds was like the hottest commodity on the market. Pittsburgh held on to him, right? And now he's just kind of like he's still good. But he's not like assessing relievers is the hardest. Oh, hundred percent. Aaron Loop. <laughs> yeah, I mean that guy is. sucks now. I uh, dude, Brian Reynolds is still a great player. You could argue elite, but he's not as elite as everyone would like. Dude, like I mean, these numbers were bizarre. Imagine the value they could have got from back then. His OPS is you know hundred twenty points on lower. The pirates that they were going to trade. Adam Frazier. Adam Frazier. That dude Frazier. fell off too. That's who I was. I'm more thinking of yeah, he got traded to the uh, Orioles. No, yeah. he got traded somewhere else, and 
traded the Padres and then went to the Orioles. Yes, that's yes, who, that's who you're right. Yes. Yeah, he fell off big time. Big time, yeah. Those look those look pretty good though, no? Mm, no, his hard hit, his barrel rates terrible, oh, his exit okay. velocity's brutal. Okay. Yeah, I see. I can't it's it's too small on my screen. I have it blown up too. No, it's average. Just playing. <laughs> But no, baseball, it's just so difficult to, to assess talent. I do, like, you never know what you have. You have a boomer, every, every player in your roster every year is boomer bust. I don't feel like there's really any in between. But that's why when there's a guaranteed superstar yes. on the market, you go you and get them. the guy. Yeah. Not just because, oh, you don't want to ruin a friendship you have with Hal Steinbrenner. Right. When yep. Aaron Judge was a fucking free agent yep. right in your lap last year, would he have signed with the Mets? I don't know. But you make the phone call. Like I do like look at this. Like this is like generational. But what could what can the Mets even if they did call and and offer offer make an offer for the Padres? I did you know what what could benefit the Mets is that there's not a lot of suitors for there's not gonna be a lot of interest for Soto just because he's one year away from free agency. It's kinda like the Mookie Betts thing. That's what Buster Olney was saying today. Not that like no one's interested in him. It's just that like based on the situation. Dude, I, like, I give up. Like, they to make a call though, at least on Soto if they haven't. I'm sure they will. But they I know better. the Mets are out on Otani. I think they're out on Otani, which Bryce sucks. Harper. Like that's another one that. But Otani's yeah. gonna get we a half we don't a million dollars. Otani. Otani don't is going to get $500 million. Don't get me fucking started on this tangent. I could go down because I look at that. I look at like half of that Phillies roster and be like, oh, yeah, the Mets had countless opportunities to get these guys and they just didn't. They just didn't Kyle Schwarber, I want him as the DH uh, when the, that offseason. They didn't get him. Real Muto, nope, we don't want to give up Ahmed Rosario, who we ended up mm-hmm. giving up anyway. Couldn't get him. Uh, Bryce Harper. Nope, we have Yoannis Cespedes. We don't need to get him. Nope. Nick Castellanos. No, why go ahead and get that guy? Zach Wheeler, homegrown talent. Look at that. No, let's not give him a nah. qualifying offer so we get a draft pick at least. Nope. Oh, man. As a fan, that was like, I don't know why I thought like the Mets didn't need Zach Wheeler. That was a big mistake. It's just terrible. I'm, I, I'm sick every time I watch that guy take the mound in a playoff game. Because he's like so good in the playoffs too. Almost like the Mets could have used that. We thought we thought we had sure things in Degrom and Syndergaard. I mean, Strowman was look. It was like we had Strowman for another year. The door was closed though on Syndergaard at that point, right? No. Oh yeah, no. We still want him for one more year. I don't know why I'm thinking they left the same off season. Nope. Degrom though, yeah. I mean. DeGrom had just came, had won two Cy Youngs. DeGrom, fair, but my issue with that is he was on a sweetheart deal. Wouldn't you want to give Zach Wheeler the bag and have the two of them yep. together while he's on a sweetheart deal? I like, will say like it was the Will Ponds, though, and you know how I the know, But you give him a qualifying offer, and he circled back to the Mets. He wanted this is what bag. the Mets do. This is what the Mets did, though. They're, oh, they're oh you, you asked organiz- all. You know, it doesn't just make you want to fucking suck start a shotgun. Like, when Danny Etcheverria came back to, and beat up on the Mets with the Braves because the Mets didn't 
give him his his uh his bonus like a day before. Like they cut him a day before he was supposed to get like a million dollars. Mm-hmm. He took that to heart, and he should. Oh yeah, absolutely. To look at these fucking seasons, man, like terrible. And then look at his comeback, bro. This is with the Mets. Oh my God. Mets. I think Mets. No, no Phillies. Phillies in twenty twenty. What a mistake. Bro. Everybody said it too when he hit the market that he would be like Garrett Cole light. And that's exactly what he is. The Mets fumbled so bad on letting him walk. But don't worry. I'm sure they'll bring him back when he's a free agent in like two years. No, well, they'll no, bring him they'll back bring when him he's back like 98 years a year, old. A year away from retirement. Yeah. Either or. Man, Syndergaard. Like, he fell off so hard. Yeah. Look at it. I, I'm curious. Go to I his, used to love him. Look at his 2019. Go to 2015. 2018. must have been like disgusting 2015. 2016, so dude. good, man. Wow, 2016 was better. Yeah. I used to love it. 2016 was his, was his 2018, I year. think, was his best. No, it was 2016 was his best. But, dude, like, he had five years of just fucking dominance. That's what I mean. Like, that's what I thought, like... That's that's what the Mets thought they had. But even then, it's they like think they they should have just they should have just given him the money. They should have just given Wheeler the money. Yep. Screw everybody else. Like honestly, especially because Syndergaard, like he had Tommy John at that point too. Did you really want to like bank on Noah Syndergaard coming back from Tommy John and then extending him versus the guy who's proven to be healthy? since coming back from Tommy John and Zach Wheeler, it just didn't make sense, the logic. No, it didn't. Dude, I mean, that is... Dude, look at his whip just for the past... I know he hasn't pitched a lot of innings, but god damn, dude. Let's look at, let's look at our $43 million pitcher. We actually ended up having a pretty good season at the end of it. Matt says if Cohen owned the team when Wheeler hit the market, he would still be here. Yeah, I agree. And that yeah, you know I what mean, sucked about that is that was the year that Cohen bought the Mets. Like he yeah, that off season and then it fell through. Yeah, wait a whole year. I don't know the entire timetable of like when Wheeler signed with the Phillies, but possible that like uh, Cohen could have gotten in there and kept it. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, and instead, instead the Wilpons gave us a nice uh, goodbye offseason by giving us the great Ellen Batantis, Michael Walker, Rick Porcello, and Rick Jake Marisnik. I believe Robinson Cano as well, right? Um, no, well, that was Cano, the offseason prior. That was, okay. that was the Diaz trade. I mean, that was like a good goodbye trade. Uh, I'll say that, but like... yeah. Brody Van Wagenen. Can, can I see Kelnick? Can I see Kelnick's baseball savant? Probably really bad. The Mets locked out. Really? That. Yeah, Kelnick really did, never really panned out. The Mets really, really? locked out. I thought he was about it to be did really decent good. last year. Actually, his numbers actually aren't as bad as I thought they'd be, but bro, look. 181, 141, 253. Just picked I it up this year. Started out really good. Mm-mm. No? He's been terrible. The Mets really wow. walked out with that. 
Well, I mean, that looks a lot better than his first two years. The Mets lucked out with two other players, too. Look at Javi Baez. Yeah, Baez, like, is really bad. The Mets have been good at dodging bullets lately, but it's like... Yeah. They're also good at dodging or you know, yeah. losing losing out on bullets. Or however you want to All right, well, guys... We could go on and on. I want to start. I, I want to ask Can one we more do question the ice cold take segment. All right, yeah, go ahead. Ask your question. Ask your question. Trevor Bauer, yes or no? Is he coming back to the MLB? Um, he's posted on the free agent market. I believe. I would, I would love. I would love that one year. One I, year I mean, I don't deal. see why you don't consider. I mean, he was. You need pitching. The guy is ready to pitch. Sign me up. He was cleared of all that shit, right? Like every, like he Sign was cleared me up. of all. I'm pretty sure, yeah. If he's cleared of all that shit and he's innocent, the dude needs money. Why wouldn't that guy be allowed to pitch back in the the game? The guy dropped a whole lot in legal fees on that, and that was, you know. uh, Yeah, I could, I could see it. I mean, dude, I mean, the Mets pitching is so bad right now. I mean, why not take a shot on a former Cy Young winner, right? He did win the Cy Young, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Why not? He's the Mickey Mouse Cy Young winner. He took it from right. That's right. He, He ruined the three peat. That's right. I'm just yeah. kidding. They're going to bring back Brooks Ponders instead. All right. Uh, Ice cold take segment. Bar all right. Let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Ice cold take. An accurate statement backed by facts and observations that is solid in nature, similar to a block of ice, i.e. a spot-on claim. I'm going first. Mika Zibanejad is going to prove Evan wrong, and he's going to prove it wrong in the next two weeks. Mark what is gonna... What constitutes proving me wrong, though? Like... He's going to have like... I have pretty high standards. You know this. He's going to hit like 10, 10. He'll get up to 10 even strength points within like five games. So I, in his ne- are you saying in his next five games he has 10 even strength points? Yeah. That's a heavy bet. Wow. Considering that's... Panarin's only got 18 and 21. Maybe... Uh, How about come seven? on. About there seven. you go. There you go. I like that more. I mean, I still don't like the chance of that, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> he's he's like, please, please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> oh no, I want. I'll, I'm fine with it happening. This is more slanting on like the hot take side. Like honestly, I, I don't think this is gonna happen. I know he's been playing well, but if this does happen, see deep whoo! down, you know, deep down, you agree. Joey hey, knows. I'm a Rangers fan, though. Joey knows. I'm an optimist, not a pessimist like you. <laughs> I am not a pessimist. Hey, hey! Come don't on. give me that shit. Don't give me that shit. Come on, there's Benito no looks way. Slow. Lafreniere looks like shit. I'm very critical. I'll say that, but I'm not a pessimist. I I was very optimistic the Rangers were going to win that game against the Red Wings. I was I the most deserved. optimistic fan going into the season. I was riding the Lobulette. You were, I'll, give you cre- I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit about that Lobulette. You you liked what he was putting on the table. Oh, I drove that in. bus. I drove bro, that I, bus. And the I, tried to bus fucking, I, drove. I tried to stop that bus, bro. I was putting in speed bumps all throughout the offseason. Yeah, well, Chris Jury kind of like uh, he, dangled, he dangled the John Hines uh, threat <laughs> oh on the bus. If that happened, it would have been all right. Over. Over. Okay. It would have been Heinz over. <laughs> um, Nick, you go. Because I can't think of one. Ooh, wait. <laughs> uh, Matt says uh, Rangers and Kings 2014 Stanley Cup final rematch. I'll we will be I don't there. know if my heart could take that. We will be there. But I need revenge. Oh, yes. That is my ice cold take. Send it. 
My ice cold take is that the Mets aren't going to sign anybody good. They're going to suck. They're going to miss out on every fucking player ever. Uh, my ice cold take. I mean, that's is... a Winnipeg cold. That's an obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Winnipeg cold. What's what's the lowest temperature? Absolute zero. It's absolute zero, and then that's absolute Winnipeg. Winnipeg. <laughs> absolute Winnipeg. <laughs> absolute. <laughs> uh, uh, my ice cold take is. Let's see. I need one minute to think here. Joey, you go first while I while I ponder. Oh, I went. I Joey said, went. I said advantage ad. See, Joey has oh, it. Right. Joey's ahead of the game. He already has it before. Joey's ahead of the game. And I Nick's don't have it. I up. actually just thought of it right as a, as soon as I finished. Oh, shit. I right. spot on claim. I'm sitting here twiddling it. my thumbs, dicking around, having a grand old time, not thinking of a good ice cold. My ice cold take, I believe that... What the fuck do I believe? I don't believe it much right now. Uh, I think the Rangers will only lose one more game before the new year. Ooh. Okay. That's that one's more on the hot side. I could see if you said like one more game in regulation before. We'll go with that one. I like one that. more game in regulation. One more yeah. game in regulation. It's okay. possible because they just did that pretty much yeah. in November. Watch them watch them fucking lose every, every goddamn game. game. Every <laughs> they do the opposite. Like every and game I just in get regulation. Kicked off the fan base. <laughs> yeah, that's that's happening if they lose every game now. Oh, Mine is a little far in advance, but it's a conversation that I had last night. So I'm Please going to bring say, it up. Please don't say Patrick Kane. No. I, All right, I, I, hold on. I want to change my take. My my because I don't want to jinx this fucking team. My take is that Chris Kreider is going to finish with forty goals. Okay. Oh come on, come on. That was my take earlier on in the year. I said he was going to mess around, score like fifty. Really? That was. My I remember. I remember you I said commandeered, that. I commandeered. I remember Evan said that. Yeah. Well, I commandeered He's that. Mess around shit. and score fifty. <laughs> I like that. All right. Um. Mine is that I don't care who it is. Don't care what team it is. Come April, the Rangers are going to beat whoever they play in the first round in five games. Oh, and wow. We'll that is, this man said far in advance. He took that to another level by, by going a whole calendar year ahead. Yeah. I'm with it. Watch the Rangers lose in five games. I, I had this conversation yesterday. I'm going with them beating whoever they play in five. Oh, my God. And then they're going to play the Boston Bruins, and it's going to be a seven-game series. Ooh, <laughs> I could go for a seven-game series against Boston. That no, was an no, 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 no. Please, not a first-round seven-game f- series. Oh, please, no. That. You crazy? Okay. If you do the conference finals, fine. No, I, I don't think – I mean, technically it could happen because the standings could shift. But as of right now, obviously, like, yeah, there's no chance. But if the standing shift, uh, technically yeah, yeah. it could. But... I would, like, as a, a hockey fan, like, if I had no interest in either the Rangers or the Bruins and I saw both those teams play in the playoffs, I'd love that. That would be, like, the best series. Mm-hmm. Like, based on that game that happened over the weekend, like, um, last weekend, that was an awesome game. They had everything. Hits, fights, scoring. I mean, Good I could stage. double down on on my ice cold take if you want here. 
I'll go as far to say, and you call me a pessimist, but I'll go as far to say the Rangers make the conference finals and they play Boston or Florida. I'll go as far as there if you want. Florida? They play Damn. one they play one of those two in the conference finals. Yeah. Boston or Florida. That's a spicy. And you call me a pessimist. I ha- I'm ready. I- I'm already ordering <laughs> the no-quit New York flag. I- I'm ready to wave it at the parade. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this is this is what I mean. Like when when I call when I call out my people, you respond back. And you and you. you he claps back. You clap back. That's like right. some cheeks. You don't go. You don't go on Twitter and 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 yell into the void. This guy called me a pessimist. Get him. <laughs> Or you stand there and take it like a man. <laughs> I was going send me that lick. You, you guys ever see the the um, Kevin Harlan calling a, a drunk fan on the field? Mm-mm. What's that? Kevin Harlan, the NFL announcer. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The guy had pulled down his pants like and ran on the field. Pull up your pants and be a man or – Take off the bra and be a man. The guy had a bra on. Oh my gosh! Great soundbite. Kevin Harlan's got to call a Super Bowl though. He has to love that man. Um. Well. Any. Anyways. You guys I'm not always any- negative D. I told you. <laughs> negative D. Okay. okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you guys have anything else to add before we wrap it up? Kevin, yeah. Can you earn a million even- dollars, please? Yeah. Go ask Barkley Goodrow. Maybe he'll lend you some. He's got some to spare. Actually, I don't know. He's paying New York taxes. It's three point six million dollars. Probably make it by the deadline. (laughs) Oh God. Lindholm. Lindholm for uh, Goodrow straight up. Oh my God! Please. We will be there. Two thirds of the of the uh, the Tampa third line. All they have to do is trade for Gord. Put Mbappe on the screen. Uh, I need uh, that more than anything. Do you have it? Looking. <laughs> He's digging deep for it. <laughs> Give me Mbappe. Can't sleep without it. It's got to be the exact picture, too. Oh, well, I don't red know. Red background. Ah, oh, Joey. Best is best I could do is uh, uh oh here he is <laughs> oh wait okay. <laughs> it is Bobby. Mbappe meme. <laughs> See if it comes up. Mbappe, I need that more than anything. Should come up. <laughs> Just go on Evan's Twitter. I mean, it's got to be within the first. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the photo's there. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll be there. I actually haven't posted Mbappe in a while. It's been a lot of pops lately. Hey, get on your shit, bro. Pops is taking over. I don't know oh what I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Well, 
Ice Cold Takes fans, thanks for listening to an hour, 42 minutes, and 45 seconds of rambling from me, Nick, and Evan, who decided to join late from his bed. (laughs) Sick as a dog. Flu game. Flu Flu game. game. There are no off days here. Ice Cold Takes rolls on. The Rangers are nasty. Remember that. Remember that, Paul Bissonette. The for realsies. We'll see you guys in the next one. Hey, Rangers fans. Thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.